Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, DC Comics podcast from Mail Fuzz. This is a bonus episode, this is a one-shot, this will be a shorter shorter episode. It's just, they had a panel at the uh, Dallas Fan Expo about the next DC event that's coming out. Scott Snyder was there, Dedio, Jim Lee, Greg Capullo, we're going to talk about it. Wait, this Peter. wasn't WonderCon? No. No, did oh, you not crap. see the big boards behind them? That all said... I was not paying attention. I was listening while I was cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> so it was more it was like a podcast. Con. It was WonderCon last year. Oh, okay. Because well. because the audience know they can trust us when we open with wait. This wasn't WonderCon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I jumped in late. I jumped in five minutes late. So what what year is it? <laughs> What's going on? Twenty fifteen. Oh dear. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm Peter, uh, Matt's here, yeah. and Connor's here. Yeah, I'm more enthusiastic than Matt. Yeah, he is. Uh, that should be an interesting talk. I don't know how long this is... too dumb to know better. <laughs> I don't know how long this is going to go. Uh, probably about half an hour, something like that, if that. Uh, so, so, they basically just came together, announced the, the, the new book, what the title was, when it's coming out, and that was kind of, there wasn't a whole lot of information beyond that. Most of what we heard about was just kind of elaborating on stuff we already knew about, that kind of thing. Some general ideas of maybe what we can expect. Yeah, to, to an extent. To an extent. I mean, there was, there was just little bits here and there that, that you know, kind of give you some direction. Yeah, it was mostly reading between the lines stuff, though, because I feel like we, we knew it was going to be Batman-focused. We'd already heard the word metal. A while ago, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. We knew it was going to be Snyder and Capullo. Uh, we'd already heard uh, Hawkman before this, so we knew Nth Metal was probably going to play a role. Like there was a lot of things that we'd already. Yeah, heard. but we all thought the metal was just a placeholder. Little did we know it was more descriptive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But before I, it was Batman Metal, and now it's yeah. it's something well, else. Because I think originally I thought it was just a placeholder until. We heard uh, Dark Days, The Forge, and Dark Days, The Casting, and I thought, all right, it probably is going to be metal in the title then. If, yeah. they're, if they're getting casting in The Forge, they're totally... But not the main thing. Like, Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Not not that it's not a complaint, but I just thought, like... So, uh, well, so we're going with this as the working title. Yeah, oh, no, so, this is the real title. So it's called Dark Knight's Metal, and that's Knight with an N, not a K. Well, I don't know the N in both, but you know what I mean? There's no silent K. Which yeah. I feel like you have to specify here because it's Batman related, so we have to. You talk do. In my brain, I... it's still Dark Knight with the K. Yeah. yeah. This this is Knight to be the companion piece to the Dark Day. Yes. Uh, it's going to be starting in August. They said monthly, which is pro- honestly probably the biggest surprise for me. This whole thing was him dropping the word well, monthly. I think that's just because they want to keep Capullo around Capullo, for the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've been enjoying. Capullo the... works fast, but not. Yeah. Double shipping. Yeah. I've just been I've been enjoying like the events being weekly and like one month get it done like feels like a big thing. So having a drawn out a met event over five six months whatever it's going to be is going to feel a little bit weird. I, I, I get given... that. I do think the last event suffered a little bit from the artists that rotated through because it was one per issue. Well, that's the argument, isn't it? That's the one thing you can't have if you're going quickly. Yeah. Exactly, and Capullo he is a workhorse. Like if you yes, you see is. how much he does is ridiculous, but. I, I, if if it's monthly, just to keep him around, uh, it's, it's worth it for me. Yeah, and it's good that Snyder said that the script's done, so that means he's been working on it for a while. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think the big thing for me, this is no surprise, and if you've been, you know been watching the podcast, listening to the podcast, I've not been enjoying All Star Batman. Uh, neither has Matt, but I'm maybe more I have, But I'm I'm the, the only Again, one who yeah. seems to like it. Yeah, not but, smart enough to know better. But I I think I'm maybe more notable to it is just because I like Batman a lot, and I don't yeah. like it. Uh, so 
my, my concern going into this really is only that I've just not been enjoying Snyder's writing for a couple of years. But I'm hoping that since this is affecting the rest of the DCU, which he specifically they said this, they said uh, all the characters coming in, Hawkman's going to be a big part, all the Justice League uh, players are going to be there. Uh, it's going to start with Batman discovering something weird. He, he specifically said uh, something the from the last... First mystery yeah no 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 it was the first mystery that batman has that he doesn't want to find out the answer oh because well, he's scared I, of what he might say that's, that's not what i was getting to i was getting to he said oh. that it was something over the last six or seven years uh and it's going to like open all these doors and like spiral into what tom's king's been doing in batman what uh been going on in wonder woman which makes me think it is going to connect in some way to the rebirth stuff it, it feels like it's going to like he's going to discover a core thing that doesn't add up, well, and it's going to. We we never really got the end of the Dionysium, right? And that whole yeah. ploy, uh, because he he recreated Crazy Quilt in in his final run there. You know, yeah. or was that in, was that an end game? Was that super heavy? I think it was in game. Crazy Quilt. Remember. Anyways, I can't remember. Right? But but yeah. you're right, and he spent a lot of this talking about uh, the periodic table and elements. Yeah. So. Yeah, so this sure is the, ties back into that. This is the part where I wasn't so hyped uh, listening to this because I think I think uh, you've probably heard me speak before that I didn't like the last half of his run. Uh, that that was where it went a bit too crazy for me. So hearing him say things like, "Oh, we're going balls to the walls and we're going power cards," and I'm like, eh, "No, I kind of liked you writing Batman when it was smaller. I didn't I didn't like when it got big." Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it was more personal. Yeah. But ultimately, I think, like he says, this this starts out as a Batman story, but then it escalates oh, sure. into the wider sure. universe. Well, that's why I'm that's why I'm kind of hopeful because I know he worked on it with Johns. He got Johns to like help plot it out and make sure it fit the what a DC event should be. Which in. I like that that's Snyder going. I've never written anything this big. Let me get help with a guy that knows how mm. to write big things. Yeah. Uh, and he, no, know your limits. And he even mentions, yeah. oh, you know, we're all close right now. I, you know, I've been working with Tom. I've been working with everyone who's been working all these books. Uh, and they've been collaborating a lot more, and that's—I mean—that's been pretty evident since Rebirth started. Everything feels very synced and connected with each other. Uh, so whatever they are going to do, I'm sure, even if I don't enjoy the core story that much because it is too wacky or whatever, at least it should lead to good things yeah. all over the place. Uh, they never specifically mentioned tie-ins. Uh, if there will be tie-ins, I expect there'll be some of some kind. He did at one point say. Uh, when he was working with other writers, like when, when they're involved, they'll get to write their characters in their way with their voice, which does imply there will be tie-in elements at, at some yeah. point. And obviously with uh, how he said how spanning it is all the way to the, the source wall and then back to Gotham, and, you know, he mentioned that was a phrase. So with it encompassing just so much yeah. of the DC universe, pretty much anything kind of seems yeah. open for a tie-in. Yeah, that, that's literally to. the DC universe from Earth exactly Prime to yeah. the source wall. Because he, like, yeah, he, he name dropped Star City, he name dropped Oa, he name dropped Mister Terrific. There was a lot of just pe- peppered mm. things. It was like, yeah, this is going to be in it. This is going to be in it, and there's going to be this. And yeah, I wonder, Mister Terrific's really only been in Earth Two Society for the last couple of years. Well, the Earth Two and Earth Two Society. So I wonder if he's going to throw him in there, and then that's a tie to Justice Society. And this is going to be a big, huge stepping stone Wait, for what's you, next. But you think if we're going to get Mister Terrific, it will be the Earth Two one? Well, no, 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 but that's... That's the only version we've had recently. That's the only version we've had since 1952. Yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, he you know, does say characters would be coming back, like unexpected characters and unexpected ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that was his line. But that's what I'm saying is, yeah. it's this is if it's a whole DC event, not just Batman, then it's going to, I think, play, like, not that it's Act 2 in Rebirth, 
but it starts to head towards that way, and we start dropping more breadcrumbs. That's uh, why he'd have to go to John's. I think we're. I think we'll be an act to it. I, I feel like the button's probably going to be the end act one. That's kind of yeah, tough probably right now. Uh, so, yeah. so I, I am very. I'm obviously I'm a DC fan, so I'm excited for the ramifications of it, where it's going to lead to in the DC universe and all the rest of it. My my only worry is that uh, Snyder's stuff recently has not been to my liking. So, him doing wacky stuff, as much as exciting as the the words dinosaurs and lasers sound. <laughs> Yeah, cool. yeah, as we say, it's not a dark <laughs> Gotham-based story. It takes you all yeah. over the DC universe with yeah, dinosaurs actually, and lasers. That was very interesting. He felt very, very, like, very specifically, repeatedly, over a couple of minutes, said, it's called Dark Days and Dark Nights because dark is re- relevant to the plot. It's uh, dark matter, dark energy, and that sort of stuff. It's, it felt like he was going out of his way to say, it's not because it's dark in tone. It was almost like, it's not like Zack Snyder's stuff. I'm a different yeah, Snyder. Like, yeah. this, this can be fun, is, yeah. is kind of how like, what he was saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's he usually plays in that dark stuff. You know, like this whole Batman run. He does, which, the dark. which is probably why so, he has, feels the need to say it, because it's just what we expect well, from him. If yeah. this is the next logical step he wants to take, because his, his Dick Grayson stuff was pretty light and fun. So... If this is him edging towards that, then I cool. think I think me and you have different interpretations yeah. of light and fun after reading Black Mirror. Yeah, everything I remember well, about that story was like really dark, brooding, like serial killer that stuff. Was absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but at the same time, Dick Grayson wasn't you know. Oh sure. Just it up. Dick Grayson you know? was fun. Sure. Yes. Yeah, you but the plot I mean? was so dark. that story was not. Really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, because he even talks about how you know, at the end of a DC event, it should feel like a celebration of the universe, and it should feel like a celebration of all the characters. These are things I like to hear. These are all things that make me yeah. excited for it. Uh, I just can't be over the moon for it because I have been feeling a little bit down on Snyder recently. But uh, honestly, if I'm going to make a complaint about this stream, is that I was a hoping that there may be some like, oh, here's some Wave Three books getting announced because they're going to spin out of this. We didn't get that. In fact, we didn't get anything. We this was literally. Title. This is when it happens. Now we're just going to sit and chat about our or you know what the thing that we that most notably for me that we didn't get the amount of issues. We have no idea yeah, how long the story is. I mean, I said yeah, five or know, six because it starts in June with the pre prologue issues, right? Yeah, yeah. But the June and July are the prologue issues, then the right. story starts in August. August. It was funny because so, I, I said in the uh, the Facebook sort of group, I. Uh, while they were still talking, I said, oh, I mean, I, I, I mean, one of the things I don't like about Snyder recently is that he, he has to go too big with things, and he, he goes too big. And then, like, two minutes later, on the stream, he said, oh, I took it to uh, to Dan and Jim, and they said, oh, this is too big, you need some you need some prequel issues. And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> Dan did, he was agreeing with me here. Stop, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I just counted up that usually DC events are seven issues yeah, long. seven to about. nine-ish. So if if it starts in August with that issue as issue one and it goes seven issues, that puts us at about March, which is almost like the second anniversary of the announcement of Rebirth. Yeah, I can see it. Although I, I could see it only being five though, because you've got the two prequel issues. Yeah, and if that's the case, that puts it at January. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I think my only problem at that point is in, stop calling it a summer event. It's it's more of a fall. To event be fair, did they actually call it summer event in this? Yes. Yeah. Oh, did they? Repeatedly, I, in I, fact. I, I must have a last year event. Yeah, Snyder said that a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, so there, there was something yeah. Jim Lee was talking about was uh, different time periods. Yeah. Mm. Talk about seeing the past and the future. And 
he talked about different artists and different styles on these things. So I don't know if that's just in the, the prelude issues. Maybe. Yeah. He, he Maybe. talked about how they, oh. they were matching different artists to different styles with different time periods. Because there's three artists on the, the prelude issues, I think. Yeah. Right. So maybe maybe that's just for those issues, but that, that, well, I'm interested. Well, if, if you're introducing yeah, Hawkman, you have to do the whole. So they said he's going back to John's Hawkman. So I kind of feel that's what the whole Death of Hawkman mini was putting aside the Thanagar Hawkman. Yeah, it was wrapping yeah. That up. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're gonna get the return of the you know Egyptian reincarnation version, and if that's the case, that makes sense. It really makes you know, me laugh there. there. There's these two different versions of Hawkman, and they they literally just keep rotating. Like they keep deciding, yeah. they keep changing their minds. Like, no, no, let's go with the reincarnation. No, no, let's go with the alien from Planetgar. No, let's go. Do you know what I love most about this? Uh, when it came to rebirth, they could have just gone right. We're just going to pick which one it is. We oh. don't need to do anything. You know, whatever uh-huh. we want, because this is rebirth. This is the whole point of this. We do what we want here and set things back on track. But they actually went out of their way to do a mini going. No, this one's the Planetgar one. And now we're going to have the Egyptian one. <laughs> and it's like, Well, that, that means that's the return of Carter Hall, which I, that's cool. Right? Yeah. We got Qatar Hall. So, yeah. but but again, I'm just looking at if, if we're going to time frames and we're dealing with the nth metal. That's what makes the most logical sense. Maybe. Like, like I said, I was sort of holding the test at the start, but I, I can see it because it is. I feel like it's going to be rebirth related because he's talking about the last like six, seven years. He's talking about. Uh, like this early mystery and discovering something and all the rest of it. I feel like in forging to me, because as much as he's talking about metal and not talking about nth metal, I'm wondering if it's going to somehow like be a metaphor for forging the world and forging like, because obviously I don't know where we're going to be at the end of the button in terms of what Batman knows, in terms of what the characters know about what went on with Flashpoint and New 52 and all the rest of it in Manhattan. But I feel like... this will in some way relate to it and it'll be about unraveling more of that mystery. I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know, but it, hmm. I'm getting senses. Well, with, with Capullo and his style and then it's called Metal, I'm going to have to make up a Metal playlist to read mm-hmm. this too. So I'll be enlisting Connor's help. You know? No problem. I, I have yeah. no no doubts that there is a Batman-dedicated death metal band somewhere who does... The Batman related songs that you could probably listen to. Okay. I because there's an Arnold Schwarzenegger one, there's a Austrian Death Machine is a Death, yeah. metal band who all of the songs are quotes from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, due to the chopper. Yeah. Uh, but uh <laughs> I, I've itself, to it? it does. But but no, I'm just saying like that's what Capullo kept edging towards is how how he wanted to make it feel metal. And not just, you know, the the material. Like, what does it mean to be metal and yeah. to be forged and that type of stuff, too? Uh, I like that. I like him bringing that aspect to it. Uh, that, that to bring a whole other thing in here and another publisher. But so, what, some of the controversy that's been going on this past weekend about... Uh, for, for Marvel, there was a whole thing about... They're talking about how diversity doesn't sell books. And that, that feels like it's misconstrued. They're, they're blaming the wrong reasons deaf. and so on. Yeah, it's yeah. tone deaf. But there was a whole bunch of things that came out of all that Marvel stuff, and one of them was, oh, we're, we're not really trying to elevate writers to superstar status anymore because they don't sell books. The, the, the specific I mean, phrase... The specific, artists. What did I say, writer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant artist. Uh, the yeah. specific thing, the specific phrase they used at one point was, they don't move the needle uh, for us. And I've been noticing yeah. a lot of like various people on Twitter, like writers and artists, like talking about, oh, I think Scott Snyder actually tweeted out something about uh, Capullo moving the needle. At one point, without yeah. stating specifically what he was talking well, about, 
even even the ones that work at Marvel, you have to say like there's certain books that I've read only because of the artists because I like yeah. their art. So it just seems like they're talking out their butts there yeah. because they so have no nonsense. other excuses. But the reason they what... don't want to talk about launching and canceling a series of books after five is a problem. We're gonna make it about. Well, not artists not, don't move the needles. That's actually a thing that, that also came of it. They said they were talking about how limited series don't sell if you call it a limited series, which is why they always do. It's an ongoing and then cancel it after six or twelve because it was always designed as a limited, it's... like we all suspected. But yeah, they but, to but call then it you that. have DC going out like, no, we're doing events, we're doing miniseries. It's almost they're doing whatever the opposite Marvel's doing, and it's working to their benefit. Yeah, and but... it's something that I noticed in this panel. They were almost yeah. letting Capullo talk more than Scott. Well, that, like, well, yeah, well that, was the, that was the reason I was bringing it up. That's what I was getting at, is that he, it felt like he had so much time to talk about. And there was times when Scott was saying, oh, you do so much to the book, you you elevate yeah. it, you do this. Uh, and it, it just it felt like the whole time it was celebrating him as much as Scott. I mean, Scott got to speak first, of course, because you know, the writing kind of comes first. That's just kind of natural. Yeah. Uh, but, the, but they are a team. It's not yeah. writer-artist. I mean... I would almost like to see them do the storyteller thing that Wade and Somni used to do, because yeah, at this point they with... worked together for so long, they know each other so well. Uh, Matt, explain uh, explain what you mean by that. Explain for people who don't know what. So mean. so when when Mark Wade and Chris Somni were working on Daredevil at Marvel, instead of having writer artist, they would you know put them both together as storyteller. So it's a storyteller's Mark Wade, Chris Somni, because we, ha- we they... have been getting that over here though, because obviously Tomasi and Gleason have Tomasi been getting credit on Superman. Yeah, but, but that's usually when only when Gleason when when they're together, Gleason still gets credit as story. Yeah, you know, but he's not writing or drawing everything. But, um, but yeah, so it's it's when a team works together that well that you can just say yes, they're the storytellers. You know, Snyder brings as much to the art. As, even though he's not drawing it, as Capullo brings to the story, even though he's not draw, writing it, you know, there's a a yin and yang kind of where they yeah. become each other. And, and I, I like think, which. Go ahead, Connor. As I said, Capullo touched on that as well because he talked about how uh, his style is influenced by what he's drawing. Like he said, he's, he's, yeah. he'll keep Batman the same because, like I said, he draws a good Batman and people like right. that. But the rest of it is coming from what he's seen in the script de- determines his overall yeah. style of the book. Because he said when he was writing Spawn, he was writing more, much more detailed. Yeah. But when it comes to Batman, it doesn't need to be that detailed because there's stuff in the story and in the dialogue that's there that he doesn't have to put on the page uh, necessarily. And again, if you've ever heard any either of uh, Scott Snyder or Greg Capullo talk separately, they talk about at the beginning how they didn't get along. Mm. Is Snyder's like, well, he's not going to adapt my story very well. And Capullo's like, he's covering up my pages with words and after about uh, I think it was two three months of working together they finally like hugged it out and, and started to work symbiotically almost that's what I meant to say not yin and yang but there's like a symbiosis going on and uh, yeah so I, I know he used to say Scott always used to over script for him and he yeah. hated it yeah. uh, I don't like the idea that uh, Capilla is going to be calling the money shit though like yeah too many words Scott calm it down yeah less words on this page please well, and if you've noticed, he would give him like one or two issues, uh, a story arc where he could do that. Because if you go back and look at some of the the last parts of Zeria where it got really wordy, there's not much going on with the arts. They're very bare 
where in the panels, I didn't mean to say arts, it's a dumb word, in the panels, uh, where he knew that Scott needed to lay all this stuff out. So uh, they're a fun dynamic. And the fact that both of them are doing it and that John's has helped lay the foundation makes me more excited than I was before the announcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, just I'll, to uh, just to go back to the point that we were talking about in, yeah. in general there of them celebrating artists, I think yeah. especially here it is a big deal for Capullo because Snyder's not left. He's you've been able to get him the entire time since yeah. since their run together ended, but this is the first time Capullo is back at DC, so it is his show almost here. He's the one that that you're coming for specifically. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd argue you're coming for the team because I don't necessarily know if this was Tinian in. Capullo, I would be as excited, you know, uh, or as we this learned. This is a known quantity. Well, I'd probably be more excited for Tinian at this point, although we learned today apparently we're pronouncing Tinian wrong. It's uh, apparently oh. Tinian. I think it's so Tinian. So I missed that part of the but, Tinian. But Snyder said it yeah. so quick, it's still like Tinian. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Tinian. We'll just call him James the Fourth for now on. All right, James the Fourth. Let's <laughs> 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 just call him the Fourth. Like just, just the, the Fourth. fourth. I mean, how, many, how many court writers do we talk about who are the fourth? None. That's a pretty cool title as well in itself. Uh, it is. You go, yeah, we're just talking about the fourth. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the fact that they're a known quantity, that, that's what gets me on. The same with with uh, Tomasi and Gleason. Like, I've been following them since the Green Lantern Corps days, and I'll read just about anything they work on together. Now I kind of feel the same with Snyder, although Snyder's kind of bit me with his last half of his New 52 Batman run. So... You know, not that it was necessarily bad, I just wasn't enjoying it. It was the front half. Whew. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of, that was kind of all the information. Uh, one, one interesting point I do want to touch on is that uh, Capilli was talking about how it does open all these doors and it'll make you all get creative yourself and think about all the possibilities we could do afterwards. Uh, <laughs> and then Scott and he said it'll make you all be uh, creative and writers because you'll all be thinking up the new ideas, which uh, Snyder dropped a lot of joke there where he's like no 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 become artists don't take my job <laughs> yeah well that's the thing that, that's presupposing that we don't already do that yeah you know but based off of what stuff. i think is interesting about that statement though is that again it's just talking about like you know what what state is the universe in at the end of the story is like oh is, is this how they open the doors again to oh we can have the gsa back we can have the legion back we can have is that multiverse yeah do we get know? do we get to the end of the story and that's where we go oh we can have all of these things because it's opened the, yeah. the, the door for yeah. that yeah uh, uh, yeah, and, and you look at something like the Flash TV show, once they opened up the multiverse, it did add this whole new layer and what you can do with characters. And you have Tom Cavanaugh playing four versions of the same guy, you know? And imagine that in, like, comics. Like, you, that, that's always why I like DC. Is you had so many versions of, of different characters you can play with, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I think ultimately that, that is why I'm excited about this more than just snyder and capullo reteaming because that's something in itself but let's like say it's where we'll be at the end of this what does this leave us to, yeah. to have next uh can i just say i'm amazed we're like 20 plus minutes uh into discussing this uh there's been not one anti-bat sentiment coming from uh because <laughs> I, I i told you this before that wasn't my stance i just we had talked just, earlier that just, maybe just, this isn't just for, context, just for context, just for context, when yeah. we were watching this live and Matt started commenting afterwards, uh, there was just there was like one sentence where he mentioned about, oh, d- d- I wish it wasn't Batman focused, and it just it set us down a path of talking about his Batman bias, and I was just, yeah. 
Just, I was just expecting for the record, I wasn't being. I just said we talked about what it could be and what I would be excited for, and that was a Capullo Snyder Justice League event. I, I, you I th- know, I think it will kind of be that. I think it's just going to happen. Well, it, yeah, it's going to start with Batman, and then we'll see when. When I had made that statement, it was just they were focusing on Batman. So yeah. it's before they started focusing on Justice League yeah. and whatnot. Because uh, Capullo so. actually talked about how when he came over to DC and doing Batman, he didn't really want to draw all the teams because he'd done that at Marvel. He just wanted to do yeah. uh, do Batman. And then over the over the course, he had to do extra stuff in like Endgame. He had the Justice League. But in this, he's got to do pretty much everything. Oh. Yeah. So I think Which... we, it's going to be a lot more than just Batman. I loved his Justice League in those issues of yeah. of Endgame. His Superman looks great. Like, yeah. there's, there's not too many artists that can do such a distinctive Superman because it's such an iconic. But you know the Capullos when you look at it. And I met him. He was at a con here last year, and he was getting ready to leave. And I just ran up to him and said, "Hey, I appreciate your Superman. I know you're a Batman dude, but as a Superman fan, I I really enjoy it." And he thanked me and shook my hand and. Because I'm glad you noticed. Because I worked it, really hard on that. Was he wearing sunglasses? Yes. Just checking. Yes. He, he he wears them in and wears them out. When he's at the table, they're not on. I, so, I, I'm pretty sure he has weights under his table. Just so he, he oh, can just sit there pumping iron while while he's talking to the fans. Because that yeah, dude never he sends stops. his wife to go get him stuff. So he sits most of the time. I know he's got leg weights <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, he definitely does. You mm. know? But yeah, he's such a gruff guy. But he's, he's probably one of the nicest creators i've ever met just with how gracious he is with his time and he gets two hour plus lines but he still tries to make moments and you just look at him and he's this big buff bald biker looking guy yeah you know and it just it doesn't meet up but but you know it makes sense that at marvel he he did all those big huge books and he just wants to focus on bruce wayne and alfred and them you know but yeah i Shoot, his Hawkman is going to look dope. I already know that. Yeah. And this time Everything when he draws Superman, it won't have that stupid collar. So that's nice. Yeah. Oh, it'll be the new the reburn. reburn. The, the proper Jeez. Superman. Yeah, I hate that yeah, collar with my damn passion. Yeah. Well, because it was dumb. You don't need it. That collar. You want to see... All the stupid chin guards as well. That was the other thing I hated from the yeah. new 52. Fucking Batman with a chin guard. You, you want to see Superman's traps. The dude's yoke. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you do. And I feel so, like Capullo especially is like, no, I want to show this dude being hench. Yeah, yeah. Well, because with Batman, you have to cover him up. Like, that's his thing. Yeah. He's not invulnerable. He needs to be protected as, everywhere as possible. So even adding an extra, you know, collar if you needed to on the Batman suit, I get more than, hey, let's give Superman Kryptonian battle armor. Like, <sighs> Lee. And that was all Jim Lee, man. That's him just overcomplicating things because he likes to draw lines. <laughs> he, he does like to draw he, lines. He does. Look at Jim Lee's like signature thing is cross hatching. Which, which yeah. ironically, ironically is the very thing that makes him late on every book he's done <laughs> because he draws too many lines. <laughs> Although, have you ever seen him sit down and do a quick sketch? No. Yeah, it's impressive. It, was it? Oh. It is because he doesn't have time to do all those lines, so it looks super clean and crisp. Yeah. And you're just like. You just drew Harley Quinn in two minutes. Have you like, seen the one where he does when he goes on flights and stuff, and he just uh-uh. does? He just spends. He goes where, however long this flight is. I'm spending yeah. that time on this drawing, and, and just wow. gets gets the end result. It's always great. There's cool. hmm. uh, cool. a lot of cross action as well. Uh, Romita Junior has a lot of yeah. cross action. Yeah, well, I think that they're in that generation, and I think 
Capullo's at the tail end of that generation, so that's what makes his art stand out. Yeah. Because it doesn't do that. Like, it's very clean and, and it's got the hard lines and whatnot. I don't mean cross assassins hatching so much. No. Ramita Jr.'s problem for me is more his weird faces that bug yeah, me. Yeah, his faces are definitely this weakness. The nose. That when they announced him in Johns on Superman and and Superman looked like a Neanderthal, they're <laughs> just yeah. like, "What is going on with that?" He does great action. Yes, he does. He, He's he a does, good storyteller. He does good. Yeah, he does, he does do the action layout specifically. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the way it moves that I like more than it's the. Just so yeah. kinetic, isn't it? The, the actual drawings are like, yeah, they're fine, but it's the it's the way it moves from panel to it's, panel. I've never dropped a book because of Ramita Junior. You know, no. like, but you'd never really buy one either. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say. I've never yeah. went out of the way to buy it because of Ramita Jr. So, but, but I think we're all pretty positive on this. Even me, who you know, known for his bat bias. I, I, I think reserved optimism is the maybe maybe cause yeah. a bit more than that. But I think yeah, for me, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm actively excited. But uh, it's sure. so it's so weird though because on on the regular episode we talked about the Batgirl movie news and Connor was the cynical. I can't get excited. And here. For comics, he's the complete opposite. It's just it's whiplash and well, well, uh, I haven't had the same problems with Snyder that you guys have had that you know really drag it down for me. So. I guess that is problems with Snyder would de- define us three, but <laughs> they're different Snyders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I will take Scott Snyder over Zack Snyder oh. any day of the week. That's not that's not That's not just... <laughs> They're not even in the funny. same boat, are they? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you, you could argue one's in a submarine. That's how different of a boat they're in. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Uh, uh, well, there you go. I think I think that about does does this discussion. Uh, this has been a, just a little bonus thing we thought we'd do since we had this live stream. We we didn't know how long it was going to be. Uh, and that I mean, the stream itself, like how much information we were going to get. Uh, but it translated into this like sort of half. There, there, there was a Q and A that we didn't get to see on the live stream. Yeah, so off. I guess yeah. if anything interesting pops up well, out of that, and, we'll mention it in it was the next through- episode. It was through Facebook Live. That was annoying. Which I I did not like. I it, liked the YouTube setup from yeah, last year because it, it was it was set up like a traditional TV setup where they yeah. could cut away to covers and here it just seemed like a mess that the director didn't know exactly how to show the art when yeah, they were bringing it up. It wasn't as produced, and I think yeah. the, the only thing is, is YouTube's better quality. It's designed for this exact thing. Uh, Facebook as well. I feel like I had to keep refreshing the page until it popped up because it basically just pops up as a post, like thirty seconds before it starts. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. It's, it's just more. Pain. Just b- before we wrap up, can we just talk about the the cover that we got to see? Oh sure, yeah. yeah. So Batman's got two battle axes. It's kind of uh, it's kind of cool as shit. It's pretty cool. Yeah, well, it is, and it's uh, Capullo texting Standard back going. Yeah, Batman should have two battle axes. I'm drawing him with two. And Snyder's like, oh yeah, definitely, that's right. Well, specifically, just to be more specific, Snyder says, I want Batman with a battle axe. And then he texts back, I'm drawing him with two battle axes. (laughs) To which Snyder responded with, I love you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's the only appropriate response to that, to be fair. Yes, it is. Uh, Which which so excites me. As much as the the deep-down anti-Batman person that lives within me wants to go, pfft, He's not Thor. He doesn't deserve an axe. It is cool. He's stepping out of fire. It's hard not to be like, that's metal. It's just such a like, great image more than yeah, anything else. It is. Because even though I don't think they were, it just gives this impression that the axes were just forged. Like, you know, yeah. you know because it's got all bit metal. They just, you have this feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, nah, uh, so there you go. That's uh, Dark Knight's metal coming 
uh, in August after the 2-1 shots which we're getting in June and July uh, which obviously we're looking forward to we'll cover and yep. we'll see which wacky nonsense we get to there but we got the button before that button starting in a couple of weeks we got two weeks of no events or crossovers to cool down a bit and then we have the button kicking in which I'm really looking forward to so yeah um, just thinking about Flashpoint though makes my head hurt because the whole missing 10 years Flashpoint should have happened but well maybe we'll some get reason, some of that answers Zoom with his tiny whiny Thon knows baby Thon's back know. and he knows I just uh, he gives me a headache but in a great way so I, I trust that hey Matt are. you want a headache you should go check it see I think it's a uh, I can't remember what number it was but it was an episode of Legends of Tomorrow uh, where Thon's talking about his own time away stuff in that mm-hmm. show yeah and we couldn't make sense of how everything worked based on what had happened in The Flash we actually had to make a diagram with lots of lines yeah. try to explain how we ended up with the current situation and that's that's why he's Professor Zoom yeah <laughs> <Not just> Zoom <laughs> Uh, we put a lot of effort into that. That episode went like an hour late. That almost cancelled review because we sat and made a diagram because we wanted to put it in the video. Of course you it. did. It was worth of course it. Uh, and just to wrap up, obviously the audio listeners won't see this, so I want to point out that Connor is wearing a Riddler shirt right now. He's got a big question mark on his chest. Look, and I thought we were going to get some War of Jokes and Riddles stuff, so I thought I'd be appropriate, but yeah. they, they screwed me on that one. And uh, now I just look like a knob. I, d- I just want to point out that a ginger wearing a question mark is just the most perfect image. It's just like, why? It's like they're asking, why? Why do I exist? It's perfect. That's fair. Especially for Connor. True. Why does Connor exist? I do not know. Like, I can't answer that for you. Why, why do any of exist? It's to make me a metal playlist to read this book That's why. <laughs> that, is, that is my sole purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. If I ever go back in time, I'm going to go back to Connor's parents when they're younger and I give them a stern talking to about their life decisions. Uh, or just, just go back a little bit early and get, get his dad, make sure his dad gets a vasectomy. You'll have to adopt. It's just, it's just the only, way, only solution for this. You need to adopt. Yeah, but how do you know that the kid they raised doesn't end up becoming Connor like and we're having the same conversation? Mm. You saying destiny means that I'm always going to have to put up with this? person yeah yeah <laughs> just like just you know notice how i couldn't think of a good insult so i just ended with person <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right okay yeah. uh we are derailing into shenanigans so let's uh, wrap this up this has been a bonus one shot of comics from the multiverse this is not a numbered episode this will not affect the ongoing numbering uh which so we're not one step closer to 52 that's still coming when it's coming so thank you very much for watching and or listening. Let us know what you thought of the news that came from the panel in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot if you can do that. Uh, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates uh, and podcast updates. Individual Twitters which are on the screen. And for the audio listeners, I'm at Wibble89. Connor's at ConnorRyan94. Matt's at MattOfSteel57. Uh, get us on there for uh, shenanigans and whatever else we like to ramble about. Uh, sometimes it's just me lying in bed watching Seinfeld at like middle of the night and other times it's just us insulting each other so pretty much the same yeah. as the last five minutes you've just i, I tend to stay out of this i really only get you know onto the twitter when someone tags me so yeah. so ta- so tag matt is what you're saying tag matt and make sure if, he's if you want yeah yeah because yeah, i forget so yeah. yeah so thanks for watching guys uh keep reading comics uh, obviously we'll be back with a regular episode uh next weekend with uh all the first week of April's books, Uh, but thanks very much for watching, keep reading comics and always remember, never get lost in the Speed Force.